It's the Esports Connected Podcast, where we welcome members of the Esports Trade Association to share their experiences in the world of esports and gaming. I'm your host, Megan Van Petten. Welcome, Wes Bird with Skulls.com to Esports Connected great. Podcast. Good to, it's good to be here. Good to be here. Great, great to have you. Great to have you. And great to have you as a member of the Esports Trade Association. Mm-hmm. Yeah, a couple of questions right out of the gate. Why the Esports Trade Association and why esports? Well, I've been, you know, in esports and gaming for a long time. I'm, you know, Skulls in general, we actually started over 20 years ago just as a group of guys playing land parties and you know doing creating a team and hosting servers and so you know i think before it was considered esports we were doing this a long time ago you know and yeah you know, i've hosted you know i I really can't count how many times I've hosted a land party at my house, you know, and that that kind of seemed to be where the the skulls land parties were kind of always held in my house, and we've had you know up to thirty land you know thirty guys hanging out and playing games on a weekend at the house. So yeah, been doing esports and gaming for a long time, and it just made sense over the years. Uh, a couple of years ago, we decided to turn skulls into a brand and kind of bring it to you know to the market as a brand name we knew we had a great name and i've had all the you know that name and domain names for all these years and and myself professionally i've been in the web application and e-commerce development for all these years and so it made sense to use skulls and you know as an e-commerce and a retail brand name and so we've set out to turn skulls into to be for esports like nike is to you know traditional sports so uh, just a name brand so we have you know you have merchandise that's that we create and amazing you know pro you know I'm, I'm biased, but I would say the best jerseys, the best apparel, because one of the things that we had to do is kind of really prove that in order to, in order to really kind of put ourselves at that bar, we need to make sure everything that we did was like the top, you know, the, the top quality, the best. And so everything that we've done when it comes to jerseys, jackets, or, sho- you know, shoes or chairs, this chair, I'm sitting in and and others we've made, you know, the best. And so that's how we're going to build our brand name is to be synonymous with quality. And so we've been doing that for a couple of years now and it's working out really well. Tell me a little bit about that. uh, Define the best. Like I would love to hear because there's, there's seats I sit in and there's hats I wear and there's shirts I put on and Mm -hmm. some I can't, put on and yeah talk to me like how, how do you define that or with an example yeah. or two? well sure yeah this uh, this jersey that i'm wearing it's this skulls jersey it's pretty sweet yeah <laughs> it's it's high quality and just the little details it's it's the attention to detail that makes things high quality and so the on this on this jersey here this double collar it's actually made of a different material the material is like a corded material 
and it's it wraps all the way around. So this this double collar actually is two pieces, two separate pieces, a lot overlapping each other, all the way around, and and having that as a separate piece. And the extra detail too on the sleeve, you know, there's this this uh, cuff is an actual cuff. It is a separate piece of cloth. It matches the same cloth that's on the neck. It's this corded material that's on the sleeve wrapped around the wrapped around the sleeve. And it's those that attention to detail that makes things high and premium quality. Other brands in the space make jerseys and a lot of those don't don't give that attention to detail it's just uh you know the sleeve will be you know kind of just a cloth folded under and sewn and then that's uh, that's the end of the sleeve now we do some things like that on our on-demand product line and other things but the premium pro line has those extra you know extra details and same same goes for the chair. You know, it's the it's the craftsmanship, and that's a great word when it comes to quality. You know, craftsmanship, and in the details of the stitching, and and the material that's used in the product versus you know something that's not very good quality. You know, the stitching is you know just poor craftsmanship and or poor quality product. And so we don't skimp on the actual material. It's all the best possible material and all of the details are kind of paid attention to. So the pros obviously are buying this. Mm -hmm. What are you doing for people entering the space? Is there a choice for quality like anything? Are these upgraded details? Mm -hmm. Yeah, whenever I say our pro products, that doesn't mean it's just for the pros. In fact, we have high schools that are that purchase that product line. So it's the it's the same product that you know high schoolers can be wearing that the professional teams are wearing. And sometimes for a pro team, we will go and do something special, different about the neck, you know, away from our standard neckline. We know do like a little soccer neck or we'll do something, you know, special with the sleeve. Maybe, maybe we'll turn this into a raglan sleeve, which is, you know, doesn't have the seam right here or, or something, you know, so those are completely custom. And, and configured however we might do a particular team. But that doesn't mean it's any less quality. And a lot of times the high schoolers get the exact same product, just, you know, printed with a different design. Well, that's really, that's really interesting. I can remember my first uniform in sport was a, we had to go get a white sweatshirt. <laughs> And we got a J from my school that we literally could safety pin on or so. <laughs> so things have come a long way. That was, that was my first, and I was not, I didn't come from a household where we could sew on the J. Mm-hmm. I can't remember if we taped it, Velcroed it, or pinned it. <laughs> but the kids that actually had their J sewn was just amazing. So things have come a long way. Yeah, for sure, for sure. Yeah, to to you know, to someone who's a part of a team, um, wearing a jersey, 
and being kind of makes it official. You're a part of a team. Mm. I think it's fun for fans of pro teams for the fans to get a Jersey. Cause it's, you know, it makes them feel like they're part of the, the team that they're a, they're a fan of. And then when it comes to high schoolers, you know, it's great to play video games as a team and play as a team. But whenever you outfit your high school team with jerseys, it's just like, it's another level. You know, the kids take ownership and they take pride in being a part of this team. And that's what being a team player is all about. You know, I grew up playing basketball and I learned a lot. I learned a lot as uh, I learned how to be a teammate. I learned how to be a leader. I learned how to be, to follow coaches instruction and, and how to, you know, just to lay it out online for your team. And those are important lessons that you take outside of the game and into professional life. You know, as, as you get a job in, into, in the industry, you learn, you need to learn how to be a team player and you need to learn how to follow your manager's instruction and, and to, you know, do your part in that mission, you know, and that's the same thing with a sport. And a lot of kids don't get that opportunity Maybe they don't, maybe they're not six foot tall to play basketball or, you know, and, and esports really kind of offers that opportunity for students who might not otherwise be a part of a team. And then for those, for those guys to be able to put on a jersey, it's, it's, it's important. Yeah, I was just seeing that you had an interview with non-toxic gamers. Can you tell me a little bit about that? Yeah. The the guys at Non-Toxic Gamers are amazing, and I met them at DreamHack in 2019, and I love their mission, and I was actually thinking about starting up an organization myself about toxicity in gaming and, and trying and doing, you know, creating something that we could be an encouragement to the younger generation to, you know, to stop being toxic and uh, and having better team sportsmanship type of attitudes. And then I met the guys at Non-Toxic Gamers at DreamHack. And I was like, that's, that's what I've been talking about doing. And that's what I wanted to do. And so, you know, rather than creating another organization, I wanted to kind of help and promote their organization to do that. And uh, so, yeah, I, did, I recently did a, a little recording that you can find on YouTube a uh, long talk with those guys about what they're doing and they're actually going to high schools whenever they can or doing zooms like this and and having conversations with kids and and, and young adults about toxicity and what that is you know the first thing you need to do in order to fix a problem is identify the problem, you know, and so we need to identify the problem and point out, you know, what that problem is. And, you know, toxic behavior is, is rampant in the gaming community and kids grow up playing games behind a veil and, you know, it gets really ugly sometimes and mean and, you know, just kind of really want to promote integrity and esports and gaming in general. And you can see that on our website. If you kind of look at our history, skulls.com slash, you know, or the, you know, our story link at the top 
tell us about kind of how we started and it kind of dives into our, you know, how important, you know, integrity and family friendly play is important. And so those guys at Non-Toxic Gamers, they, they do a good job of promoting that and we support them however we can. I like the strong position or the pillar where you're, you're supporting, you're making a stand for integrity. Tell me a little bit more. Yeah, I mean, from day one, you can kind of see in our history on our website under the Our Story section, we, from, you know, 20 years back, we had we had kids in the room playing, in, you know, playing games at land parties. And so I wanted to make sure that we had rules. We spelled rules are with a Z. <laughs> rules of war is what we call them. And, you know, it ensured that we treated each other well and we were respectful of kids, other people, you know, other parents, kids and our own in the room. And, you know, so we we've established those rules from day one. And it's kind of surprised me over the years to see how toxic esports and gaming has gotten especially the generation of kids who grew up just kind of behind monitors and not really interacting with people face to face. And then how that can just turn into real toxic and, you know, behavior, which is actually not very healthy at all for anyone, not them or the target of their uh, toxicity. And so, you know, We've set out as part of our mission when we created Skulls Incorporated, converted this into a brand to do our part in, you know, helping the industry and, and, and the generation of kids and young adults to understand, you know, that there's a problem and that, you know, that we should do our part in it. If, even if it's just you, just one person as yourself, you have to purpose in yourself to do the right thing. And if you, and if you do that, then it, that becomes contagious and the people around you have respect and some of them that are toxic might not, and they might just, it might make them more aggravated and, and, and target you. But if you can, you know, present yourself with integrity, regardless, then I think everyone will benefit for sure. Yeah, I was just reading that having integrity, it was something about integrity is when no one's looking. <laughs> and you, do you, know, right yeah. you do the right yes. thing. No one's so looking. being behind that veil, mm-hmm. just some real basic disciplines mm-hmm. as people that we we need to encompass. It just reminds me of a story of my grandfather when I was young, he was telling me how important it was to have manners Mm -hmm. at home while we were eating at dinner. Mm -hmm. And I was really young. I would say just entering double digits, you know, maybe Mm -hmm. 10. And he said, you know, if you don't eat like you're at a restaurant at home, when you're at a restaurant, it's going to be awkward. Yeah. So always pretend that you're at the restaurant, Yeah, you know, and I I just remember him telling me that it was so valuable, but that reminds me of integrity is, is who we are when no one's looking. Yeah. Yeah. That's a very good point. 
you know, we we are, you know, it, with that in mind, we really enjoy kind of working with the younger generation and kind of helping to be an influence in that however we can. You know, even though our product is just, you know, it's stuff, it's, it's really nice and cool stuff. We also, you know, we just want to, anytime that we present ourselves, we want to do it in a professional way that is, that is, you know, going to reflect that objective and that, you know, the, the purpose in, you know, kind of instilling that integrity and team sportsmanship and all of that inside of e, inside of esports. I don't know much about this, but maybe you do. And I'm, I'm just going to go on a women ask. <laughs> I know there's a lot of research that was put around picture day at school and children performed better on picture day. And that's the research behind dress for success. Hmm. Nice. Isn't that interesting that, mm-hmm. you know, picture day is a day that's special. I wonder what kind of research is around dressing, mm. you know, for game day. Do kids do better those days? Cause they're special days. And then dressing in, I remember being very disempowered, safety pinning my mm. high school logo onto my sweater or it was a sweatshirt. Right. You know, to the kids that actually had it stitched, mm-hmm. you know, to, oh my gosh, what you're talking about. This is fine garments mm-hmm. <laughs> or pairs we're sitting in. Mm-hmm. Any research around that? Oh, I'm, I'm sure there is. We've been working with some researchers at Georgia Tech around some education in esports, and it's really awesome doing that through NACEF and GSEF. GSEF is the Georgia Scholastic Esports Foundation, which I founded with Todd Harris. And then, and then NACEF is like the parent affiliate or the, the, the federation who affiliates states. And that organization is tons of research, tons of research built into that around education and so a lot of the research is uh, around psychology and there's a ton of psychology around that idea of of you know putting on a uniform you know when you put on a uniform and there's you're you're a part of a team with that uniform absolutely it has an impact it has an impact on you know on how well you play or your how how serious you are about being a part of that it make it gives you that feeling of being a part and being a part of that team and i know for yourself in that particular thing where you had to pin on your deal and other people had you know that was there was a psychological impact of that positive and or negative and either way you learned something you know you learned something from that experience but i think the intent was for the team to, you know, for your team to to look alike and to have uniform and to, and to get that feeling, but it might've had the opposite effect for yourself when you had to like pin this thing on and other people, you know, had their sewn on. And, and so it, the quality of the product that is on the kids makes a difference and makes, makes them feel, you know, better about being a part of the team. And so, you know, just taking an esports team and, you know, going to the store and buying some t-shirts and, you know, doing a little iron on for the, for the team is, is definitely going to have 
a different effect than if if the team is outfitted with the same kind of jerseys. They have a number, you know, they're walking around in the school and they're part of a team. You know, you want them to be, you know, the, you know to to feel like, you know, they're part of the, you know, a starter on the football team type of type of thing, you know. And that's uh, it's a good feeling. Kids kids respond to that, and it it is a positive, you know, has a positive effect. I don't. I'm not a researcher. I don't have the numbers and the details, but I'm sure that there's a lot around that. For sure. I mean, just going to the game, a game, you mm-hmm. know, being part of is so great, and it's it's it it leads me to the, you know this image I get is this, these rocks where there's this flower that comes out, you know, (laughs) and you know, like the old thing used to be like, Oh, my kid is in the basement. He's alone. He's not outside. And it's like, no, he's not. He's in community or she, you know, they're, they found each other. They're this flower coming out of these rocks. You know, these children were, we're all looking for the same thing just to be in community, you know, to be accepted, to connect. Right. And it has been really enlightening for so many people since COVID. I'd love to talk about, you know, what's happened with you guys since COVID. And it has been such an opportunity for for esports and understanding recreational sports and entertainment mm-hmm. digitally. Yeah, I mean, COVID definitely while a lot of people might the perception might be that you know esports was was covid or pandemic proof or something you know that there's some truth to that and there's not i mean we i think i think esports pivoted quickly more quickly and a lot and and you know thrived in a way you know digitally in through the pandemic but you know a lot of lot of harm also came uh, into that when it comes to in person because that's kind of where you know esports was really kind of coming into its into its into its glory was in in person events you know filling up stadiums and and having these big events and like yeah. conferences like dreamhack and pack they were just blowing up and doing really well and all those things had to come to a halt you know our 2020 plan at the beginning of the year was all right we're gonna we're gonna have a booth at every one of these events you know we're gonna go to PAX we're gonna go to DreamHack we're gonna have a booth we're gonna present our brand let people you know buy it touch it feel it and interact with us in person and that was kind of the business plan uh, but that was completely blown out of the water with with the pandemic and all those events shutting down and so, like all the other esports businesses, though, we pivoted and we were like, all right, well, let's put our focus in, our focus in developing relationships with organizations and businesses and, and colleges and high schools and, and <clears throat> do that remotely. And, uh, you know, that's which is another great reason why, you know, the, the trade association was a choice to, to go with because, all right, well, we can't meet in person to make you know meet these people in a big event but you know through through esports trade association and other organizations like that we can we can you know build a relationship with our peers 
and, you know, get through this together. And, uh, you know, that's definitely kind of what was our, where we shifted. And in 2020, as a result of that shift, I would say maybe that worked out even better, you know, for skulls than perhaps going, you know, into in-person events and shaking people's hands and selling stuff. You know, it's hard to tell uh, whether which one worked out better, but it definitely allowed us to focus and put all of our energy into, you know, into developing those relationships and making partnerships. And, and we've been lining up a lot of them. How can that not be for the better, you know, mm-hmm. and that that's literally what this podcast is about simply being connected. And yeah, I was just at a, at a meeting last night and we were talking, there, there was somebody on a zoom and it, clearly she just needed to restart her computer. <laughs> and, and while we waited for her, we, we were talking about, you know, just taking a pause and we're starting our, you know, it's like the whole world had to restart. Yeah. And there are some goodness, you know, there's things, obviously there's always a silver lining mm-hmm. and it, it really has been a great way to come together. And I believe we're going to proceed forward stronger. I mean, mm-hmm. boy, we, I think our, our, our whole world has reset. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. I know, I know it's affected a lot of people and, you know, personally, you know, you know, to, you know, have had uh, a personal effect with family or friends or other people who've been affected by this pandemic and it affects us all. And it's, it's been really sad, but you're right. You know, beyond each trial is, is, is an opportunity and to, if nothing else to learn and to grow yourself as well as for to be a positive influence around for those around you and to band together is always is a great opportunity you know to to be a team hey let's be a team you and i let's be a team let's take that's on right. <laughs> and, and, and you know that that's that was the the value statement and is for the esports trade association my morning meditation is i must share because i know for me to be a good teammate, I have to be right with myself. Mm-hmm. And I heard the greatest quote this morning from John Maxwell, just video of the day. And he said, I'm two things. I'm either up or getting up. Mm-hmm. And you're never going to find me down. Mm-hmm. And I just thought that was so great. And, and you know, that's what we are. We're, we're getting up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We're not down. We're we're pivoting. Yeah, I mean, you might get knocked down. Right. But, you know, getting up is the thing. Just got to keep getting up. And it's just as important to get up as it is, I should say, it is, it's just as important to help someone else get up as it is get up yourself. You know, reach out a hand and help that help people getting get up. And, uh, you know, get back on the field and be a part of this team so we can win this game. You know, that's kind of uh, what we need to do as, as peers in this business, in this group, uh, as well as just humans, you know, just in a human race in general. A reset that we didn't ask for and didn't want, mm-hmm. um, that we got, 
and here we are. And, you know, we're very fortunate to have you as a leader with such a powerful brand that's gaining so much momentum in the space. You know, what's next for you guys? What, what are you looking at for 2021? Hmm. Yeah, 2021 roadmap. We've got a lot, a lot coming around and we are kind of betting on the some sort of normalcy kind of coming back we are betting on that you know at least by the end of this year third third fourth quarter that we have you know in-person venues and events kind of coming back around and so we definitely have on the horizon and on the target agenda to be you know, be there when you're there, you know, if, if you're there, we want to be there. And so, you know, we'll, we'll be there showing our, our gear and, and, and our partners gear of our partners. And um, we have, we have some pro teams that we're working with and we have some, some large venue spaces that, that we're working with and it's going to be an exciting year. We have already this month, we have, you know, probably four, you know, press releases kind of just waiting to happen, you know, and, and more each week. It's, it's kind of crazy. And so it's, it's a good, it's a good time to kind of be picking up speed. And that's what we're doing. We're, 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 you know, I think we're, maybe we're not quite over, over the hump, but we're, we're really close. I think, I think it's going to start, we're going to be start going, you know, downhill and picking up speed fast throughout the rest of this quarter and next quarter. And then we're going to, you know, hit a good plateau at full speed, probably, you know, in the third quarter. And so that's kind of where we're planning and, you know, fourth quarter this year is going to be fun. We want to, at the very least, if nothing else, we want to show up at DreamHack in Atlanta Yes, your anniversary, right? That's right. Yeah, second uh, anniversary of our show, our kind of launch. Uh, you know, we started a couple of years. Actually, we're we're close to two years um, now in our you know f- business anniversary. But I would call DreamHack in 2019 kind of our big launch day. You know, we we showed up and. You know, just kind of surprised everyone. Who are these guys? You know, what's going on here? What's the skulls thing? And it was received really well, and it's taken off like crazy. And uh, you know, it's we've got a really cool brand. It's neat. It's it's attractive. It's not abstract. You know, and people can and in the gaming community can really kind of latch on to skulls because that's kind of cool. But in addition to being cool, you know, we we have set a standard for you know, quality and, and, and a purpose, you know, and with those three combinations, cool quality and purpose, you know, it's kind of a, an easy win. Well said, you know, this isn't my first rodeo and it's not my first industry, mm-hmm. but I will say this is an amazing industry. Mm-hmm. And I think one of the things I like most is Regardless where you are in esports, what I've seen is that whether you're in your 20s, 30s, 40s, 50s, 60s, the give back, mm-hmm. 
that, you know, people are really aware in the space about giving back community. I don't talk to anyone without them saying, what can I do to help? So this has been the most exciting interview. (laughs) And I have been waiting for your breaking news (laughs) that you're telling and sharing live this very minute. And you won't even tell me until (laughs) the recording is on. So let's hear it. Yeah, well, we're we're really excited. We we recently launched uh, Wildcard Gaming's website. You know, one of the things that we do is e-commerce. That's just because that's my profession. You know, so working in in enterprise level e-commerce for for many many years, I kind of wanted to help bring e-commerce to esports in a bigger way in a better way. And so uh, we launched uh, Wildcard Gaming's e-commerce site recently, and this week we'll be launching a high school association's Silver State Esports and e-commerce site. And so I guess the big news is that's not broken yet. Press release coming soon is uh, is we signed Oxygen Gaming, which is another professional team. And we're, we've got some amazing designs coming for them. And what's really cool is we're also helping them design some in-game gun skins for, for their team, which is really exciting. And so we're, we're really excited to partner with, with Oxygen Gaming and, and uh, outfit them. And we'll do like, you know, for them, we'll also, you know, launch the e-commerce site. And their website is actually going to be fully dedicated, solution managed and hosted and uh, developed and designed all by Skulls. And so it's a great kind of holistic, you know, you know, just just hand us that part of your business and we'll take care of it, you know. And uh, so it's going to be really exciting to show off. Uh, we want to kind of flex our muscles and, and show off uh, a really great e-commerce experience, kind of how it's intended to be. So e-commerce has been a focus, which is an interesting twist. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. We, you know, I personally am. My profession is an e-commerce architect, which I've been doing on an enterprise level, developing you know websites for big brands, making you know hundreds of millions of dollars a year just in a single website. And so, as I spent you know the past ten years, kind of launching and developing these enterprise level e-commerce brands, I realized, well, that's, that's what I want to do for skulls. And so that was what we set out to do. But then as I started doing that, I realized how poorly uh, the rest of the esports space has done in, in the e-commerce arena. And so one of the value adds that Skulls provides to our partners is, you know, my history and expertise in the e-commerce space. And so a lot of these partnerships that we're working at now have an e-commerce component built in. So not, not only are we just kind of doing skulls.com, but we've recently launched Wildcard Gaming, a professional esports team. They're, they're, you know, shop.wildcard.gg. And on that, yeah, we're doing all the merch. We have, we did designs for the pro kits and all the jerseys and, and, and everything, but we're also doing, you know, shirts, hats, you know, masks and all kinds of 
products for that team. And we want to kind of take that model and, and duplicate that many times. And this weekend, we'll, we'll launch uh, Silver State Esports. That's a high school organization. They have like 35 schools in, in, in Nevada and that are all, you know, participate in esports. And so we're going to create a dedicated site for them that will have, you know, merch stores for each of the schools that participate. And so, you know, it's a great way to kind of, you know, to allow them to have their own brand instead of, instead of a school going to, you know, skulls.com to buy their jerseys, they'll go to Silver State Esports branded site. And on that site will only be the schools that are associated with that particular, that particular organization. And so it's a great way for our partner, Silver State Esports, to promote their brand instead of, you know, sending people to skulls.com. At the same time, it's a fully hosted and managed solution by Skulls. So, you know, we host the website, we design the website, we develop the, you know, all the products for the website. And so it can be like a hands-off, full full solution for either a pro team or a, an organization that has multiple teams. And we have, we have quite a few of those in the works right now. So we've already launched wildcard gaming. We're going to launch this week. We're going to launch silver state Esports, And then we have two more sites launching with actually three more after that in the works. So it's, it's pretty crazy right now. <laughs> That's really, that's really interesting. Is that something that you wouldn't have done had you stuck to your 2020 business plan? Is that an example of pivoting? Yeah, that's a perfect example of pivoting, you know, because right now all these spaces and venues and, and teams, you know, they were accustomed to selling products at big events or in right. Spaces, and you know, I I got on the e-commerce development train, you know, ten years ago because I knew like e-commerce is going to be where everything moved to. So right. I jumped from developing custom web applications to e-commerce on an enterprise scale because of that, and and you know, COVID and the pandemic is, is just proof that that's even more important now than it was before. So, you know, launching in these particular e-commerce solutions helps everyone involved. It helps the team and the brand. It helps the organizations and it helps the customers, you know, be able to have a, a place that they can trust and go and buy, you know, without, you know, because they don't, they can't get out and do it otherwise. You know. That's right. We go, we go full circle from a sweatshirt and a letter to, <laughs> to a white label solution for these, right. you know, communities. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. That's true. Yeah. 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 We, you know, if you have an organization or a company or a pro team or, and, and you kind of want, and you're looking for an e-commerce solution to kind of, you know, to work in some apparel or products or whatever, I can definitely, you know, skulls can definitely help in that area. Well, that is great to know. It's been great having you on the show. Well, thanks for having me. It's been, it's been a pleasure. Right on. We'll see you at the, at the next member coffee.
Yeah, yeah, I'll, I'll be wearing, be sure and wear my Deadly Coffee T-shirt, which you can get on skulls.com. <laughs> I am really excited. I am really excited. I feel like we should offer those to members. Yeah. Maybe we should talk. Maybe we should talk after the show. Sounds like a plan. <laughs> I'll meet you in the green room. Thank you for listening. The Esports Connected Podcast is part of the Esports Future Eye Podcast Network and produced by Innovation Media Enterprises. If you love what you hear, please be sure to subscribe or follow and leave us a review. 